welcome back from hiatus. We're back at it again, dumbass debates. Uh, back at I'm... it again with the white vans. Let's go. All right. Uh, introduce ourselves again for those who forgot us within the last two weeks. I'm Rojo. I won't blame you if you've forgotten us. I'm Brandon. I'm Pierce. And uh, I'm Ian. And uh, I'm pouring one out already for my homie Sam. He ain't dead or nothing, but at the end of the night tonight, he probably will be dead. <laughs> yeah, preemptive pour one out. Yeah, preemptive pour one out. He ain't anyway. dead, but you know, he's not here to record, so he might yeah. as well be. Anyway, this week we're doing something a little different. I, as the moderator, uh, have known this question, have known, have known what the debate question was going to be for like at least two weeks. Yeah, but almost guys, a month. Yeah, probably. By anyway, the time this comes guys, out. These guys, these guys have no idea. So the first time you guys are hearing it is it's the first time they're hearing it. And this week it's going to be a 1v1v1. And the question is, out of any video game mascot slash character, so I'm going to give you some examples, Mario, Sonic, Master Chief, Kirby, Crash Bandicoot, etc. Which one, in your opinion, would make the best parental figure? And I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'll be looking for. Who gives the best advice? Who gets who gives out the best grill game? Who has the best dad outfit game? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's most likely to drive the minivan to take you to soccer practice? Fuck. Etc. Et oh. oh lord. Shit, this is a difficult instead one. Instead of instead of the one minute um, you know, group uh, you know, little co uh, I'll give you guys what? Two minutes? You think of who you you want to be, and then you know we'll bring you back. So we're gonna do that as the start, at the start. Uh, well, do you guys have any ideas of who you guys want to be? <sighs> Fuck no. Exactly. No <laughs> so, so I'll give you guys some time and maybe look up some a couple things. You know, I'll keep the I'll, I'll keep the people entertained for for the, for the while. good. Shit, bro, you gave us a difficult one. This is gonna be Fuck. fun. Alrighty. Alright, yeah. Alright, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Okay, well, first off, I want to thank you guys for coming back to us as we come back to you after this two-week break we took. Uh, some of our, uh, some of the reasons why we didn't post in the last two weeks, you know, some situations were out of our control. Uh, schedules weren't lining up, but, you know, thankfully we can record a podcast for you this week. And, of course, during this two-minute session, I want to remind you guys to follow us on various social media platforms, which would be Twitter, TikTok, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I think those are the three we have so far, at Dumbass Debates. And for this topic this week, uh, I kind of workshopped it with my roommate um, about a couple weeks ago. I had already thought of, you know, I wanted to do a, you know, which is the best video game character. But, you know, the the idea of which video game character is the strongest is something that, you know, you can find a YouTube video on. But I wanted to make it a little bit more difficult for these guys. So I thought, what would be better? Ah, yes. Debating which fantastical, you know, unworldly video game character would make the best dad or mom. You know, I'll give it to either one. Uh, and so, yeah, so what will it be? Will it be Master Chief's grill game? Will it be Sonic being able to give you advice for the track, uh, the track rally that you're going to have? At your high school track meet, or maybe it's Mario, and you know he has overalls and like a dad hat all the time. I mean, that's a dad outfit in and of itself. And you know, I guess you know if I have to guess, uh, I think one of them will definitely choose Master Chief. I think one of them would definitely choose Mario. The third one, hmm. My guess might be a flyer. Maybe they'll say, I don't know, a Laura Croft. I mean, as a mom, she has a vast array of 
knowledge in different cultures. So if you, you're on your ancient Greece or ancient Egypt assignment in social studies, she's going to give you all the answers to that. You're always going to have great vacation trips over the summer. Um, she knows how to hunt. She's great in the outdoors. So you're never going to be bored even during like a blackout. And something tells me that with her survival skills, she can cook up something pretty good with, you know, bare bones equipment and bare bones ingredients. But anyway, welcome back, folks. Uh, good I to be back. I hope you guys have thought about this and, you know, you guys each have your answers. And... Oh, I thought about it for like 30 seconds. Why? Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have some I'll, options. I'll... I'll have you guys list your choices down, uh, top to bottom on my screen on Discord. So, first one up, Brandon. Oh, fucking perfect. Uh, so you told us to get the best, you know, video game parent that we could think of, right? You know, which, which, you know, staple character would make the best parent? Yep. So why not go for one that already is a parent? John Marston, Red Dead Redemption. Wow. Mm. That one's off in left field. That sounds know. like it was Ian's choice. No, it wasn't. Man. No, no, I think. <laughs> but I, I, okay, I'll change. But I was gonna. No, uh, I was gonna do Arthur. No, Ian, you still can. You still can. That's a different I could, character. I could, but no, I got, I got an. I think I got a better one. Okay, Ian, go. Oh, is it my turn? Anyways, yes. yes. Okay, uh, I'm gonna pick who. I mean. He he was a father, and he was a father figure at the very least. But Joel from The Last of Us. Ooh, I considered that one. I also considered that one. Uh, and then last but certainly not least, Pierce, what's your uh, what's your um, along the same tracks as uh, as Brandon? I, I have chosen Michael DeSanto from GTA Five. We also thought about that one. Wow. So yes. you guys went Damn. full out for like people who were actually dads in video. Yes, I figured I, that oh, would be yeah. easier to argue. <laughs> well, honestly, I was torn between Michael and Franklin because Franklin is very compassionate, but Michael has a better story. So that's not why Trevor. No, not Trevor. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, never. That's okay. I, I almost my my first like thought was uh, Bioshock with Big Daddy. <laughs> Yo, how did Yo, I know oh, Ian was gonna say some yeah, AO shit no, like this? I almost, I almost picked my Big guy. Daddy. It's only seven nineteen, and we're Yo. already on this AO shit. How did I? I was literally thinking, yo, video game characters, dads, parental figure. Ian gonna say some AO shit like Big Daddy. I almost so I almost picked Big Daddies. I also almost picked uh, Kratos. I thought about that one, but then I was like, I didn't play the fucking game. I don't know yeah, enough about him to argue it. I didn't finish the game, so I can't argue the character. Yeah, I didn't even play it, so I was fucked out on that one. But I was like, video game fucking parents? They just did that kind of war game. Was... Alrighty, and since you guys didn't get to do your little elevator pitch, um, can you guys at least give that little elevator pitch before you go into the open floor? That we usually so do. you want to like shrink us down to like 30 seconds, or how are we doing these? Yeah, yeah, I'll just... Uh... Yeah, I'm 30 seconds a minute. All right, uh, I'll start us off. Tell me when you're ready. Go. All right, so like I said, when I introduced my character, if you're going for best parent, got to pick one that already is. You got my man, John Marston. He's got two games backing him up on, you know, his uh, parental prowess here. In the first Red Dead Redemption, this man makes the ultimate sacrifice for his family. He sends them off as the U.S. government is encroaching on that barn, and he lets the government take him out while his family gets away. You know, no, no bullets even close to him. John Marston did what uh, any good father would and sacrificed his own life for his kid and his family. Is that your time? Time. Time. All right. Good. 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 Good starting argument. Okay, Ian, your turn. All right. No, Joel is by far the best dad in video games ever. All right. He he had a family as well. He's he is a father, but the the daughter got passed away from um from uh, the zombie apocalypse. It's also his relationship with Ellie, the other main character, the little girl as well, because the fact that he lost his daughter that um 
he lost his daughter so he doesn't want to lose ellie because that's like in his eyes she's his daughter too so she, he will do anything to stop that from happening so he yeah he he knows how to be a father he knows how to to protect his uh his kids all right here and now pierce go for it all right so along the tracks like i said before as brandon said pick a character that's already a dad um, I went with Michael DeSanta from GTA Five because not only does he his character arc bring him to be a fantastic father to his kids and a husband to his or yeah husband to his wife that's what he is um, his character arc getting there is one that even like if if you were to look at it in a reality standpoint it's amazing because he went from being this piece of crap that kind of realized that he had better things to do in life. So he went through this whole character arc, became compassionate and realized what really mattered in life and actually started caring for his family. You can see that towards the end of the GTA five campaign. And it's really just like, it's a heartfelt, as long as you pick the right ending, it didn't off Michael for whatever reason. Um, You end up, you know, coming back together with your family in that game and just showing compassion, both also for uh, Trevor and Franklin, who Franklin was just some kid off the street that, happened to you know stumble upon him basically so i think that's why michael is a good father all right time okay i'm liking these initial arguments and you know i think i think you guys are all all have a good base to start off i just want to i really want to hear these counter arguments so i'll open floor for everybody anybody who wants to jump in just jump in all right cool out the cut i'm gonna ask ian some questions here so ian oh, okay Joel, great uh, fatherly instinct, good at protecting his kids, right? Mm-hmm. Why does daughter die to zombies? They, it wasn't his fault. Okay, his daughter died from a soldier that shot at them. So there was nothing he could do. Why did, why did do. Joel protect her? He tried. Mm. It was luck of the he's draw. Re- he's really good at protecting her then, huh? Tried and failed? Tried and failed. But that's still what a father does. Shitty father. Even if fail. he does fail, though. Can confirm. But it's also like. <laughs> <laughs> with, with John Marston, though, you can't say he's that good of a father figure if he's a freaking outlaw. Like, he's going around as a bad influence to his kids. Like, That's not a bad influence uh, in the time. And yeah, it is. It's a bad influence no matter what. Going around killing people and stealing. Like. No, that's only if you're. Uh moral objectivity is uh, to where killing is bad. Exactly. It is. <laughs> that, that's, your, that's your idea of it. Yeah, that's your morality, not theirs. Come on, Ian. It Fuck could be the kids, though. It's not a good influence. It says you? Are you? Ian, are you trying to tell other people how to parent their kids? Because that's, that's not how it is. Ian. Okay. Oh, here. so John needs someone to tell him how to be a father? That's what I'm hearing. No, no, he does a pretty good job. His kid I don't think so. I, I would I would like to uh I would like to ask though why Joel decided to after obviously losing his daughter in years past, why why did he why do you think he decided to try to become a father figure for the, the other chick? I don't remember her name. Ellie. Um, Ellie. Ellie. What, like because that was kinda like in hindsight, I mean I understand the situation with you know it's, it's apocalypse, but it's also kind of creepy. So it's like what's what's going on? Definitely think- creepy. He might have touched it. I think it was not the fact that he wanted to. It's just it. It kind of just fell upon him. Um, kind of like I don't know. Like he he probably didn't want to. It's just she started tagging along, and that was that role was fell upon him. Um, we're gonna go for apocalypse father figures who are just father figures and not actually fathers. You went for Joel over uh. The fucking Lee from the Walking Dead Telltale series, but would you? I mean, that's a video game, but it's also like it's and a he's the main story character. based. Are you I saying also that, never watched? Wait, those. hold on. Are you saying The Last of Us isn't story based? No, it is, but it's more like 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 the the Walking Dead style of games. It's like it's a different style. Yeah, like that is purely story based. There's I, I nothing else to it. Since we're on the topic of Joel and Ian, um, if 
Now, this may be another uh, objective thing. However, as as a father figure, you know, you want to do what's best in general, right? You want to set that right example, as you were just saying. Why? How come at the end of the first uh, game, then, did Joel decide to save Ellie over helping the human race? Because he's a because of that father figure, like, like I feel, or I don't feel, but like he he created that bond with her that he would have had and wanted to have with his daughter. Yeah, but we're talking about setting the right example. Is uh saving one person instead of all of humanity the right example you want to set for your kids, Ian? I mean, but she's also at that age where she can have her own opinion on the matter, because Ellie is what probably in middle school middle school early high school so she kind of already has that idea set something to save herself but that was also not her choice yo it sounds like joel's just got shitty kids i mean but we're not talking about the kids we're talking about the the father figure Uh, your kids are uh, a direct byproduct of how they are raised joel preferred to save Ellie, who he saw as like a father, or as a not a father, as a daughter, than to save the entire race. Like that, ha- that's that's up there. Okay, but Ian, do you level. really think out of all the people on this list, Joel can put together the best dad outfit? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yo, cap again. No. How customizable was Joel versus uh it, fucking not- John Marston or fucking? Uh, Michael, Michael DeSanto. Okay, uh, John Monster or uh, Marston though is Western. All right, I don't know okay. if you could have a a dad look because there's just. Are you saying they didn't have uh fucking shorts and embarrassing hats in the fucking West? Because I guarantee you they did. <laughs> yeah, but could you even wear shorts in in Red Dead Redemption? Because I don't remember ever wearing shorts in Red Dead Redemption. I bet you can't. I'll currently look at. I don't think so. I don't think you can. You you probably can in Red. You probably can in Red Dead Redemption Two. Well, even in Two, I didn't see any any shorts really. Not that I remember. I I don't remember the clothing options for Red Dead. I'm sorry. (laughs) I guarantee you, if I boot up Red Dead Two in the fucking epilogue as John Mark, I can put on some dad ass fits. Guarantee you. But Joel and The Walking Dead, even Walking like Dead. it's it's the apocalyptic style, like you know. Um, so hey, Ian, what, you know, what game is Joel from? from? Joel. Yeah, what, what game is he from? What did I say? The Walking Last Dead. Of <laughs> <laughs> Last of Us. I meant Last of Us. But with that apocalyptic style, like he still looks like a dad. Like he's just got like jeans and a bun-up shirt. Like, does he look like a dad to you up, because like, he's white and probably like twenty years older than you? No, is that he, why he looks he like a dad? Do you looks like a dad? <laughs> does he look like, like a dad, or does he look like, like he usual... could be your dad? Aren't all these guys right. white and twenty years older than <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> yes, but the only ones we can prove can actually pull off dad fits are John Marston and Michael DeSanta. That's cat right there. Also, I looked it up. No shorts in Dread Dead. Yo, exactly, they got man. cargo pants. Uh, I don't think they they got pants. They got pants with big ass pockets. <laughs> they got bootcut jeans. I guarantee you, they got bootcut jeans. Oh, so I, now I see All why right, they got bootcut jeans. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, disrespectful. Goddamn. And look, yo, on the John Marston would definitely drive the minivan if they had minivans. You know how many times that man was driving the wagon? Come on, the mini wagon. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yo, yo, Joel owned a freaking uh a a truck, a pickup truck that was thing. for carpentry. He was a construction worker. That's not a minivan. It doesn't matter. That's the most dad thing ever is having a work-related truck. Like having a minivan, that's just soccer mom material. But like, that was one of the criteria. Can they drive yeah, the it's not, to it's also not whether or not they have it. It's whether or not they'd be willing to drive it. So that's true I think, as well. I honestly, out of, looking at the characters, and I'll, I'll have to, uh, I, I apologize, Ian, because it does seem like we're kind of pissing on you right now. But honestly, the two Rockstar characters, th- those are the ones that would drive the minivans. 
And Michael Hudson would, would yeah. drive it begrudgingly. In, in, oh, yeah. a zombie zombie apocalypse. in a zombie apocalypse, you get what you can put your hands on. Yeah, we're talking about driving right? it to soccer practice. Yeah, but like theoretically. Theoretically. In this scenario, they're plucked out of the apocalypse and put into a nice world okay. with family. Okay, that's fine by me. Because you think Mario has a minivan to drive? Come on. <laughs> or Master Chief? <laughs> yeah. Warthogs and minivans are not the same thing. Yeah. Mini Warthog. <laughs> Imagine a seven-foot Master Chief just getting in the front of a Toyota uh, no, seat. We got Dad Fitz, minivan to soccer practice. What were the other criterias? Uh, like These were just... Uh, Ideas. Oh, these are examples. The yeah, but ideas. I'm you know, like, I want to hit the ones girl, throughout best to it. girl game. You're definitely not going to Joel. What? Are they? No. I don't. I don't remember Joel cooking anything. Also, the like, only way to cook in Red Dead is on a fucking fire. That's all John Marston knows. You're gonna tell me you're gonna beat a man at grilling who doesn't even know what a stove is? <laughs> doesn't know what a stove is. Are you talking about John? Not yes. Oh, okay. The only way they, they, the only way I've seen them cook in Red Dead games, is on a campfire. That is, that's a fair point. But all I'm saying is, in, it with Michael. I'm just going to put my piece in for Michael real quick. Um, he is retired. How he's retired, irrelevant. But he's retired. He's got money, and uh, all he has time to do is sit, drink, and uh, enjoy the weather, and grill, and grill for his family. Um, I, I would imagine, especially post. The storyline of GTA 5 where he's much more keen on his family. I imagine that he is grill daddy all day long. Yeah, with his terrible kids. His kids were terrible. And, uh, you know, but it's also with yeah, Michael. Kids. He's not a good influence at all with his bank robbering and stuff like that. Well, I think that that influence also went down to the kids. Like he he robbed banks. He was doing dumb shit and killing people. And then it turns out that his kids are dickheads. Ian, quick question: Did Joel not kill anybody that wasn't uh, infected? Um, I guarantee you, probably killed killed, some people. I guarantee you, Joel killed somebody that was still a human being. Then, then let's take killing out of the picture, but still, there's still stealing and robbing banks and stuff like that for Michael. Yeah, looting is did. a form of stealing. But it's also in the zombie apocalypse. There's a different criteria towards that as well. No, and what's, I, what's the criteria? Getting the things that surviving. you need to live. Yeah, I mean, you need money to live, Ian. You do, yeah. but but you can do that other than going to jail or having that that. I don't think Michael ever went to jail. Well, I'm saying like. Well, I don't think John did either. Breaking the law. So I will say in in Michael's like, I think in his late teens in his backstory, if I remember this correctly, he did get arrested once or twice. But because of the system that, uh, of course, GTA is in a fictitious United States, because of the system that has been replicated in the GTA world from the United States, he, of course, wasn't able to do anything for himself once he got out, because that's how our system works, because it's fantastic. Got to survive. Yeah, you got to survive. So he did what he needed to do to survive. He did he a lot of work at a Wendy's. Come on, Ian. Yeah, he did a lot of his like robbing and bank, like bank robbing and stuff. Other than the actions that took place in GTA Five, most of what he did was pre, uh, pre meeting his wife or his future wife, and then subsequently having kids. Um, he really, didn't really the, want to, you know, go back to the criminal life. He just kind of got sucked back in. Yeah, and then it kind of like criminal life though. Doesn't matter if you get sucked back in or not. Can't allow that to happen when you got kids. Well, to be fair, with Michael's character arc, for the kids, yeah, well, yeah, their kids are expensive. But um, the, with Michael, he wasn't a part of the criminal world anymore, and he was he was sad. His marriage was in disrepair. His kids were obnoxious because of it. Everything was going badly. He reintroduced himself, whether it was by his fault or not, to the criminal life. He started going back to robbing banks and all that, you know, fun stuff. And he was able to kind of find himself again and then make those repairs with his social and like relationships with his family afterwards. He's, he kind of used that opportunity to really solidify, you know, what was important to him, which was his family. And he was able to bring his family back together. His kids did not seem like total a-holes at the end of the game. If you actually listen to like the dialogue options between them, whenever you interacted with them. Like things were going really well for Michael, and I imagine they continued to do so after the events of GTA V's campaign. 
I'm like, as long as we're, you know, still talking about uh, doing right by your kids, I think at least in the uh, in the first game, John Marston does great by his kid. You know, he's actually working on the side of the law in the first game, not you know, a hundred percent by the book, but he's trying to help bring in you know the gang that betrayed him. He's trying to bring them to justice and to you know. He's supposed to be trying to, you know, bring him in to stand trial. You know, whether that actually happens or not is, you know, different. But he's working, he's actually working on the right side of the law this time. And this is towards the end of his life. This is when his kid is actually, you know, at an age where he needs to see, you know, his father figure in order to, you know, have those impressions made upon him. And John's trying to set that right example. He's trying to get to where he can live a life for him and his family that's you know within the realm of the law and throughout the whole campaign he believes that you know this is just the last thing he needs to do and then he'll be on the right track for his family to be left alone and unbothered by his past life and does he find that he doesn't but his family does because he gets gunned down while his family uh, gets away he makes the ultimate sacrifice for his ultimate family. Mm. Also, I know that was very deep, and I appreciated that, Brandon. Look at Michael in the chat that I just dropped. Nothing looks more dead than that. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, no, God. there's no way John Barnes did fucking pass that shit. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. He win that one. He Yo, was, the only way that would be a more dad fit is if he was wearing either those wicker basket looking ass sandals <laughs> or new balances. Uh, for the people who are listening in, uh, Pierce just sent a picture of Michael DeSanta with a gray polo shirt, uh, cargo, like tan cargo shorts, and then sandals with the, the wedgie toe. <laughs> flip flops. Flip flops. <laughs> the, wedgie the, flip -flops. <laughs> the wedgie toe. I, I couldn't see the back of them. I didn't know whether or not uh, they were. But yeah, they're flip flops. At the, at the boardwalk, yeah. at the beach, at the yeah. boardwalk, assumingly having rode his bike there. <laughs> yes, and it looks like he's got a sweaty. You know, it, it, it's a dad fit. <laughs> I said that I apologize. Actually, with the receding hairline. Yeah, I feel like Michael DeSanta is at least a little bit, you know, damp all the time. <laughs> he like he lives in Los Santos, which is pretty much LA. Oh, Fair Michael, enough. Michael DeSanta, uh, I can't. Uh, none of our characters can pass him in dad fits. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, one, one more thing I wanna, I wanna ask you guys. Um, dads are known for their dad advice, whether it be good dad advice or bad dad advice. Give, give me, give me your case for you guys, and then give me an example of what kind of advice you they would be giving oh, their kids. I gotta go find example. I know. No, 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 no. Not okay. necessarily like canon, but just like you know. Yeah, I know. There's plenty of examples in fucking Red Dead of John talking, you know, with his son, you know that. There's a uh, scene in Red Dead 2 in the epilogue where they go down to the river, uh, fucking John, his son Jack, and the family dog, and they're fishing down there. And the, uh, you know, they're having conversations about life. They're talking about, I believe in there, they talk about the passing of Arthur, which is, you know, to Jack, his uncle. And, you know, John has to, you know, I don't know if they have this conversation down by the lake, but I know they do have a conversation about the passing of Arthur where John, you know, he doesn't tell him that he's dead, but he explains it the best way you can to a kid who's like six or eight years old, however old the kid is at that time, you know. He doesn't full on say, hey, you know, Arthur's fucking dead. But he explains, you know, sorry, son, he's not coming back. You know, he made it so that we can get out. I, I will say there, there was a few quotes by Michael. A few things. There's a bunch, a bunch of things that he said that I thought were very, very fatherlike and very good advice. Um, and one, and I had to look it up just because I really liked it. It was a conversation that he had with Franklin, who we also kind of treated like a son throughout the game, which I haven't really covered a lot, but it, it's kind of how he treated Franklin. Um, but this particular quote is: "Surviving is winning, Franklin. Everything else is bullshit." Fairy tales spun by people too afraid to look life in the eye. Whatever it takes, kid, survive. And though it seems a little dark, it's very good advice because, like, it's like it's talking about you know really 
taking life by the horns and making sure that you get what you need to do done and you take life seriously. And I don't think there's better advice than that coming from a father figure. See, with Joel, though, he had great advice because he basically trained and showed Ellie how to survive in the uh, the apocalyptic world. So from like their their whole thing of going on, they they learned a lot about each other and and how to survive. And it was really uh, Joel that kind of took place in that how to how to taught her how to deal with people and uh, do everything. Really, I can't think of because it's been so long since I played the game. I can't think of any like like quotes or anything about um that Joel would say to Ellie. But I mean, it's not just about the quotes, it's about the actions that you do as well. I feel like Joel had a lot of actions that he he showed and taught Ellie that that proved to be very good advice. Which dad would be the most likely to get thrown out by an ump in a in a in their child softball game? You get like a minor league. <laughs> Gets yeah. thrown out by the umpire in a minor league. Definitely not Joel. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I, I will. I'll, I'll give you in that. I'll give you in that. Honestly, out of out of the, th- I think Michael would be the first one to get thrown out by an ump. Uh, I'll have to be I'll submit to, to like, that. Yeah, yeah, because Michael, though he's a great father, he is also very temperamental, and when things don't go the way he thinks they yep. should go, he tends to take things personally. Um. So there's there's that. See, uh, Joel is the dad where he sits there on, on, on his uh, recliner with a newspaper and just makes dad noises the entire time. I feel like that's Joel. Brandon, you want to talk about John Morrison? No, there's no way he's winning that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... I don't, I don't think John gives enough of a fuck about shit like that to get thrown out. Alright, now I have a couple questions for each one of you guys. Uh, just based on what you guys were talking about. Uh, let's start with Brandon. Uh, Brandon, can you talk about John Marston as a father? You talked about him a lot in the first game. But can you talk about him as a father in the second game? In the second game? Oh, God. You don't really get as much background on John until you get to the epilogue of the game. But that whole epilogue of the game is about him not wanting to be a cowboy anymore. It's about him wanting to get his family back. There is a whole mission in that game where John, literally him, uncle, and fuck, I forget, him, uncle, and Charles build a whole house for the family because that's what Abigail wanted. She wanted a ranch life for, you know, her, John, and their kid, Jack. So John builds the house. You know, him, Uncle, and Charles, they build the whole house by hand. And then after that, it's, you know, John trying to, there's a couple missions of just John trying to, you know, build up the house and whatnot. And even before that, back when they're, you know, you know, it's a, it's a couple years after the death of Arthur. It's the one of the first couple missions you do in the epilogue. It's John taking a job as a ranch hand on somebody else's farm because he needs to make a living to provide for his family, and he wants to do it an honest way instead of doing it the only way he really knows how at that point, which is robbing, looting, and killing. So John is not only trying to, you know, set a good example for his son, but he's also trying to provide for him at the same time. Okay, cool. Um, Ian, Ellie mm-hmm. eventually finds out about the sacrifice, and we find and we look at that in the second game. I don't know if you know what her reaction is, but how would you rate how he reacts to her reaction and trying to mend that relationship back together? Wait, in The Last of Us 2? Yes. Um, no, I'll just skip the Pierce. I never played The Last of Us 2 because it was ass. <laughs> I know, I know, but you didn't, like, see... R.I.P. Joel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know that much, but... Yo, Cam- 
can't can't forget that that shit happened. Okay, I forgot it. Anyway, um, Pierce, you started talking about Franklin. Um, I want to hear more about it. What what does Franklin have to do with Michael being a dad? I so throughout GTA Five's campaign, obviously you have interactions between Michael and Franklin after Franklin almost gets got by Michael after repossessing a vehicle. That yep. well, that that situation was just insane. Five thousand dollar monthly payments. Um, but once they, you know, of course Franklin takes Michael a little bit too seriously and comes back to him and goes to repay his debt or whatever. Um, but just throughout the campaign of GTA Five, Michael kind of talks to Franklin with always trying to give him advice, trying to walk him through things, trying to make sure that he stays safe, makes the right decisions, right decisions in relation to, you know, robbing banks and doing what they were doing, but, you know, just doing things that wouldn't get him killed. Just like the quote I just used, he was always trying to make sure that he didn't off himself, basically. Um, And you can kind of see that in the direction the creators of the game also took the story because Franklin ends up being kind of the primary character at the end of the game where he has the choice of everybody working together. You kill Trevor or you kill Michael. Um, But the emotion that like, if you did choose to kill Michael at the end of the game, the emotion that was kind of in within Michael, I don't remember the exact dialogue, but the emotion you could kind of feel within Michael being like betrayed because he kind of felt not necessarily wholly like a father figure, but definitely like a guardian type figure towards Franklin. Um, But if you didn't end up killing Michael with Franklin, you kind of get this nice resolution where they, they respect each other greatly. And there's this definite like Franklin feeds off of Michael throughout the whole game towards the end of the game. And then they don't really interact much after the end of the game, obviously, because they don't need to, they're no longer criminal friends or whatever. But it's just, you can see throughout the entire campaign how Michael is trying to mold Franklin into a better person. Even though it's through a life of crime, he's trying to set that good example, if you will, for him. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I, you know, I feel like this man's out here writing notes. Because oh, yeah. he's like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm kind of I'm coming up in the air. I think I've narrowed it down to two. I think you guys can guess my two, but yeah. R- uh, sorry, Ian. Ian. <laughs> no, God. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm gonna give you guys. Ian, you got to keep that streak alive, my guy. Oh my God. Yeah, okay, I don't anyway, want I'm to. I'm gonna give you guys uh, some room for any final discussions, and then I'll let you guys know once I'm, you know, make my decision. And I'll let you guys it, close up. Ian, the since. Since we kind of know how this is going, do you have questions that could uh, maybe tip the scales one way or the other for uh, for between you two? Yeah, because Ian hasn't really given too much pushback against us. Ian's been more defending himself. Yeah, I really have. Um, let me let me. I gotta I gotta think. I don't know. I'm I'm more read the situation and uh, uh, whatever I'll you guys say. I'll off. throw okay. out uh, my final remarks. Pierce can throw his, and then Ian can ask us some. You know, if he has anything, he can try to attack. But Fair I'll enough. just you know finish off by saying that of the three dads we have presented here, nobody could have given as much for their family as John Marston did. He gave his he gave his life, and uh, none of the. Uh, None of the other fathers in question here uh, had the uh, had the chance, the opportunity, whatever you might want to call it. None of them, uh, none of them were down to lay down their life for their family. One of the fathers even let their family lay down their life. <laughs> yeah, one of them did. I'm sorry, Ian. <laughs> Oh, I honestly wasn't paying attention because I'm trying to think of. Uh, yeah, one of the one of the fathers I mean, used their uh, kid as a bullet shield so he could get hey, away. Hey, 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 hey! Whoa, whoa! Okay. <laughs> I, I will say I will I will, gi- I will give you that, Brandon. Uh, John Marston did give the ultimate sacrifice in it for his family. Um, my only, re- obviously, I can't say like, oh, Michael did better because he didn't he didn't oof himself or get oofed by anybody for his family, but he did do a lot for his family. All of like he, all the money put away, all of the, all the bank robbing, everything. Once his life kind of went to 
hell in a handbasket. All of he, he did it all for his family. He ended up faking his death. He didn't actually he, die. He did do that. <laughs> he ended up faking his death as Michael Townley to make sure his family stayed safe so they could go into hiding, move somewhere nicer. It, was it worse for the kids in the long run before the end of the game? Yeah, the kids were kind of bratty. But he did all of that for his kids and for his wife to try to make sure that they could live a quote-unquote normal life without having him, you know, having the Fed breathe down his neck 24-7. FIB. FIB, the FIB. The FIB. The FIB and the... It's I don't know. It's, 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 How do you guys think um, is it the ICA? Uh, Michael Something and like John would be with um, making dad jokes? Oh, yeah, that is a good one. Who, who got the best mm. dad jokes? Dad jokes. Uh, so... Yeah, I actually, so I didn't bring this up because I was looking for dad jokes in GTA 5, and they were all like sexual in, innuendos, but that also is not surprising because of the game's just style. Um, but I, I would I would have to say that Michael would probably be better at making them, just See, because of the era that they're in. John Marston is also in a more uh, serious time. He's, a, he's not a joking kind of dad, he's a serious kind of dad. Yeah. Which doesn't, you know, no one is necessarily worse than the other, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I would say Michael had more opportunity to make jokes, um, which he did. Just none of them were the atypical, like high hungry or uh, the high hungry I'm dad or whatever. Um, none of them were like that. Some of them were very. Uh, I guess the well, the only one I could think of that's similar was when his son said, "Let's bounce," and Michael was like, "Bounce? We're bouncing now." Is that what we're doing? Or something like so it made some reference to bouncing, but that's that's all I can remember. Yeah, the I, fact that I remember that is annoying. John <laughs> doesn't not make dad jokes because he, you know, it, it's more it, John doesn't make them because that's not the time he lived in. Yeah. All right. Are we are we good? Nothing else. Nothing else sad. I I think I've said I my piece once. Going twice. All yeah, right. all I'm gonna say is, uh, you know, sorry, Ian. You you can I'm keep that streak, buddy. Still a dumbass. Anyway, uh, I think. Hey, that was a good pick, though. Ian Ian had a good pick. <laughs> I think. It's I just, mean, it we had better ones. <laughs> so I just want to mention some things that you guys didn't talk about that I wish you guys talked about. None of y'all talked about how Arthur kind of had to force Marston to be a father in the in the second game. I forgot about. So that. that's not affecting anything. That doesn't. I was. My I was waiting for somebody to bring that's it up. Literally, the I second thing I wrote down. I don't remember the second game as well as the first game. I completely. I remember the second that. game way more than I should. I wait. I re- recommend. Uh, recommend. Remember the second game way more too. I also recommend the second game. I do recommend it. Yes, highly. <laughs> uh, for Ian, uh, nobody talked about how, or Ian really didn't talk about how Joel tried to mend that relationship. Uh, Ian didn't know because Ian, Ian didn't play the second game. I didn't play either of them. Yeah, but I knew the story. So second game talked was about asked. it. I think it would. How do you know it was asked? You didn't play it. True, I heard the reviews were asked. The reviews were asked. Okay. Everyone even that played if, it said it was if, asked. Even if Ian didn't play it, Ian picked Joel. So like that. Was yeah, that was his own deficit. That That's an... why I didn't pick Kratos. True. true. Yeah. That's also why I didn't pick Kratos or the Big Daddy because I I kind of forgot that there was a second until I started looking it up and I'm like, oh, there's a Last of Us two. Like it kind of just, it kind of just flew past my mind. That's okay. Jordan also forgets there's a second one. Yeah. And, and that he for, paid for. <laughs> and for 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 Pierce, nobody, they kind of like I think Brandon Ian kind of touched on it, but Pierce did a really good job at the, deflecting the fact that. Both of uh, Michael's kids kind of ended up being uh, either a deadbeat who plays video games all day, who don't have jobs, who, like, go out and, like, I don't know, get air-humped by Laszlo. <laughs> like, Michael's mistakes are kind of, like, reflect- are reflected on, you know, how his kids ended Look, up being. if GTA Five took place, you know, now instead of, what, like, ten years ago? Is that how old that bitch is? No, Not ten, uh, you know, eight eight, years ago. Eight, yeah, eight, if it took place now, Michael's daughter would be richer than Michael because we all know that bitch would be an OnlyFans girl. Oh god. At least a TikTok, TikTok thought. Yes. Anyway, but you guys never said anything that, so 
you know, it's not affecting my decision. I just wanted to throw that out there. Kids are only so much of a reflection of their parents. You can only, you can only teach so much. Yeah, but Michael, you know, makes it a point to try to change his kids, even though, you know, like a big part of that story. And by the end of the game, he kind of does. Well, he does talk. Pierce really didn't talk about that. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, with what you guys did talk about, I enjoyed. Uh, I think we know who's going to keep their streak alive. (laughs) Oh, my God. So. Stop bringing it up. Well, I okay, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then break it. Then then break it. I'm trying, okay? It's typical. (laughs) You you chose a character that you know like half the canon of because you didn't play yeah you chose a character that you only know half of their story to pick okay (laughs) to be fair uh ian probably knows about 90 percent of joel's story because he doesn't make it that far into last of us 2 yeah but there's a lot of flashbacks in the last of us part 2 they're pretty good like like the birthday gift he gives ellie that that was pretty good r.i.p yeah anyway not ellie but you know joel uh no r.i.p ellie now elliot (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyway, <laughs> Ellie, anyway, Ellie doesn't anyway. make it. So between John Marston and Michael, I think that they have two different dad styles. I think John Marston, like Brandon said, is the very serious, very stern, like uh, almost like the credo where like it's not son. I, I maybe he does call him son, but I always got thought of John Marston as like the. It's definitely boy. boy. Yeah, but like like Come Jack Marston's always like yes sir, that sir. So he's like he's. He's that kind of dad. Like, I okay. So I literally watched four seconds of a video right now where yeah. John Marston calls him son. It's the start of the fucking fishing mission. Okay. Yeah. So like, but anyway, like the the dynamic between him is is very much sir. And, but that's also you know the times. Yeah, and so he's very much like a survivalist. He you know teaches his oh, son. Oh, hundred percent a survivalist. Yeah. You know, trying to make his wrongs right. You know, trying to work with the uh, with the feds. Even though we don't like those stitches. <laughs> but anyway, that's besides the point. And then Michael. Michael, kind of the same thing. He did some stuff in his youth. And he's trying to give his kids a better, you know, life. Uh, he's trying to... He doesn't do the ultimate sacrifice like Marston. But, like, he does sacrifice his own identity. He goes back into crime to, you know, protect his family. Um, yeah, but I think the tipping point was when Pierce talked about how Franklin is more of a son to Michael and Michael chooses to become a father. Cause like, yeah, you have kids. Yeah. But Michael takes the decision to take him under his wing and teaches him right from wrong in their own business, whether it be, you know, criminal or not. But I think Michael being a mentor figure is what tipped the scales for me. And yeah. So I think that the, the, the uh, the winner is Michael DeSanta. So Pierce, congratulations! Let's go keep the streak alive. Is that four? Yeah, so yeah, two streaks were kept alive today. Let's go, G ah. fucking G. GG. That's well, I'm four and Makes one now. Sense. Makes sense. That was a good pick. But, uh, I will yeah. say though, uh, Brandon had me sweating. I honestly like when he said John Marston. I I kind of was like, ah. Oh. I honestly thought I had it fucking bagged with John. That, that was such See, a, if I if I was debating. In this debate, I would have definitely leaned into the Red Dead Redemption 2, like, the first, like, whatever, like, three. The uh, first fucking six chapters where John first, doesn't want to be a dad yeah, at all? Yeah. Where, like, he, he basically, it's basically insinuating that John Marston tried to abandon his family. Oh, or, no, I'm pretty sure there's a quote in the beginning where he's like, yeah, I didn't even want to believe the boy was mine. And then... Arthur is oh, Arthur yeah. for the beginning six seven years of Jack's life is more of a dad than John, mm-hmm. and then Arthur almost with his dying tuberculosis breath <laughs> tells Marston to be a father and get his act right. Yeah, pretty much the whole last think, chapter, think, the interactions with them is Arthur trying to get John to be a family man. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of sad for Ian because when he said Arthur Morgan. In yeah, oh, Ian could have like slapped Arthur, the fuck out of me because Arthur, Arthur was being a father to John Marston and John Marston's kid at the same fucking time. Yeah, but I didn't want two from the same game series. Okay, when Ian was awesome. like Arthur Morgan, I was like, oh, fuck, was, he's going to like, kick yo, my ass. If it, has to go, if it goes down between Arthur Morgan and 
John Marston. I think I'd take Arthur. I think the to, the, to the fair, debate between uh, Arthur and Michael would have been interesting. It had been the same Arthur. thing. There's they, there's one point you could kick fucking Arthur Morgan to the curb with. Uh, Arthur also let his kid die. <laughs> Did yeah. he let his kid die? Be like in a shootout, or was it like? Uh, no, he abandoned his he abandoned his family, and his kid uh, died because he wasn't there. They got raided by fucking bandits. That is true. Yeah, yeah that. But I, I feel like with his arc, he was he, not necessarily trying to make up for that, but he definitely. Oh, he was trying to make up for that. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely felt for that. And I feel like if uh, Ian, if you had gone with Arthur, I don't because like you, if Arthur had been your choice, the point of Franklin being the tipping point probably would not have because of how yeah. Arthur treated John and John's family. True. Yeah. So that. Mm. But I wasn't going to. Arthur father figures pretty much John's whole series. family. Arthur with John switches back and forth between being a father figure and a brother figure the whole game. I should have gone with Big Daddy. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Okay. Hey, uh, all right. So on that right. note, on that note, next uh, week, let's introduce oh, gosh. next week's topic. Yeah, who's next, next week's moderator? I believe it's I'm Ryan. moderating next all week. Right. Yes, and next week's topic, it's gonna be a you know, it's gonna be a topic that's existed since we were all on the elementary school playground. Best superpower. Fuck yeah. Plain and simple topic that's been debated for years and will be debated for years. And we're going to have three, you know, three separate teams, four separate teams next week. Uh, all depends. Yeah, yeah we'll, all, we'll all depends. If we can revive Cat or not. Yeah, or, you know, RIP. Fucking rip in peace. Yeah, grab the quick revive and get his ass up fast enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening into another week of Dumbass Debates. We hope we, we, uh, you join us next week. I've been Rogelio, Brandon, Pierce, and Ian. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Kerchow! <laughs>